Good morning to all my loyal listeners. I hope all is well in your world out to there today, wherever you are. I, I think I'm up to three people, so I mean, that three, that's like, three's a crowd, as they say. I got a whole crowd of people listening to this. Actually, I re-listened to uh, that last one. I, I made a couple mistakes, um, and I'd like to apologize to absolutely fucking no one. <laughs> I mi- oh, yeah, I misreferenced. I uh, referred to a scene from the office space as the office, because I was talking about the office right before that. Ah, oh, unforgivable. Unforgivable. <laughs> Everyone got that reference. Come on, man. That was one of the funniest YouTube things. Remember the funny YouTube thing where the guy was really mean? The angry black man? Oh, sorry. The angry African-American black man? Um, anyway. Uh, what was I going to talk about today? You know, I, I should just, like, write these things down on paper. And then, uh, and then I won't be so caught off guard when I get on here. But I mean, hey, what are you gonna do, huh? I'm freaking, I'm freaking driving over here. Oh, yeah. On that note, what the hell is going on with people? Ever since the freaking start of COVID, it was just like everybody forgot how to drive. Like people sucked at driving before that in general, but it's just like this virus, as far as I can tell, mostly affects the freaking ability to drive every single day. And like, I don't know, it's been a while since I was in driving school, but I remember learning about this thing called right of way, this freaking set of rules that when you come to a stop sign or whatever, or whatever it may be, you uh, you just kind of understand this person goes and that person goes, whatever. Like, it, it seems like a logical thing so that you don't have to try to figure every single time you go there, someone's like, they're either like me first, oh, I just go right after the guy in front of you. It's like, if everybody does that, it's anarchy. Or then the other people, they get they don't know what's going on, and they're passive, and then they, they pull up, and they, like, they're there before you, or they, they have the right of way, but then they're trying to wave you through. And it's like, dude, you can't just make up the rules as you go along. It's like the guy in Gotti said, not that terrible Travolta Gotti one, the one with the arm in his son. He's like, if you break the rules, this whole thing of ours cracks and crumbles. Um, you know, it's like, why we're living in a society... What the hell? I don't know, man. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, you know, just do your best. I try to look at things in a positive light. You know, every single day I feel mentally superior somehow. Every single day. Ah, uh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? So, actually, uh, just give me a sec to gather my thoughts here. We'll be right back after a commercial break from our sponsors. trying to get prepared testing testing all right let's go let's go get it in editing good morning y'all and i'd like to welcome you down to big bells nebraska barbecue hut we got everything you want from brisket to barbecue stuff you know 
and, uh, and pork. We've got lots of pork belly, pork pulled pork, pork sandwiches, and pork sauce. So uh, if you're in the mood for some colon clogging, good old clean family fun, get on down to Bill's Nebraska Barbecue Hood. We've got sauces. We've got barbecue. We got barbecue sauces. I, I don't know what else to tell you. You want dessert? You can just have more ribs and, and, and barbecue, okay? We, we will barbecue you some chocolate cake. <laughs> All right, anyway, thanks for uh, stopping by. <laughs> Shit. All right, I'm not re recording that, so. <laughs>
I don't know, though. Some old guy hit me up with some joke something about some lady and a, uh, her three husbands and a two, uh, for whatever reason, her profession never banged her. And then her third one was a lawyer. And they're like, oh, yeah, you only get fucked, right? You get, you get the uh, double entendre. Lawyers are scumbags. And, uh, yeah, you know, good stuff there. Well, the guy himself, though, is a freaking, uh, is absolutely hilarious. He's just one of those old-timers that's so full of anger and bitterness. But he's actually a really nice guy. He just, everything he says, Oh, you fucking cocksucking shit fuck. And one thing I've always learned when you're dealing with people, and this is a great skill, even the meanest, grumpiest person, you bring, you, you just, you just bring up something that makes them happy. And, like, if they're a grandparent, you just bring up their grandkids. And then all of a sudden they get super happy and, and whatever. Nope, not this guy. He started talking about his grandson. He's like, oh, that fucking cocksucking fucking idiot. What a little shit. Why wow, a fucking guy came over to my house. He drew cocks all over the fucking wall. What a little shit, fucking asshole. <laughs> I mean, you could see a glimmer of pride that, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And, you know, that's just how this guy talks. So, I, I don't know. People like that, I take some extra time. Because, you know, it's like absolutely great if i could get that guy in the fucking podcast <laughs> oh man i mean i'd lose some sponsors but <laughs> it would be worth it oh i won't name names but i'll try to keep this completely anonymous uh my buddy uh said uh, my buddy my anonymous buddy <laughs> he said that i should be doing this uh after some drinks and i'm like nah i might get loose-lipped i don't want to uh incriminate anybody Oh, frick. You gotta be careful. Anyway, I will, uh... I will be back soon after another word from our sponsors. Oh, yeah, wait a second. I'm going to the dentist. I was gonna say something about going to the dentist. Listen, a lot of people are like, I don't wanna go to the dentist. They're gonna do things to my mouth that hurt, and I'll be uncomfortable for a short period. I'll tell ya... After a while of not having freaking dental coverage, and I couldn't go to the dentist, it sucked, okay? And I was on a 100% diet of, of, of all freaking Red Bull, so my teeth were rotting the hell out. Those energy drinks are really bad for your teeth. Oh, wait, hold on. I got an email here. All right, one of my sponsors is an energy drink, so uh, disregard all that. Anyway, being able to have the freaking opportunity privilege to go to the dentist fills me with joy alright to have some weirdo stick his weird fingers in my mouth and fix the stuff oh yes I love it okay get a fresh toothbrush maybe some floss you gotta fucking lie and tell them that you floss every day when no fucking person in this world does actually I think that should be the test for OCD you floss every day? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, we don't need to go any further. Here's your fucking OCD medication, you fucking wacko. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I stick a fucking string in my guy in between my fucking teeth every day. I mean, we should have floss like every other day, or we probably should floss every fucking day, but nobody does, and then we all lie about it. Should we lie about it? No. But I'll tell you, man, there's a few people you gotta be fucking honest with, and that's like medical people. There's a gray area here with the dental hygienist and, and dentists where you do kind of have to bend the truth a little about flossing. But they can fucking see your gums are right there. They know if you're fucking taking care of your mouth or not. And you're just lying through that fucking mouth. Because 
what are you going to do? No, fuck you. I don't floss. Go fuck yourself. What are you going to do, asshole? And they're fucking holding you down like, motherfucker, get that floss. Get that real thick shit that hurts. Which, you know, like, what are you going to do, you know? All right. Anyway, I'm glad I uh, I'm glad I didn't cut this off before I, I got that little pearl of fucking thought out. Uh, that pearly white thought about um, teeth and dentistry, right? Oh, that was essential. Anyway, here's a word from our sponsors. Hopefully I line up a, um, a, a commercial freaking thing after this because, you know, whatever. I'll put a little musical interlude. Everyone likes those, okay? Everyone likes those. I'll tell you another thing here that grinds my gears. That really turned, uh, I was going to say turn my crank. That sounds like the opposite. Uh, can someone give me a euphemism, uh, a, a fresh one? Something that's like almost synonymous with grind my gears. You know what really frosts my banana? You know, something stupid. Because that's obviously not going to work. Oh, yeah. Let's crash into the, go around the garbage truck and crash into another garbage truck. Ah, oh, jeez. I live below a bowling alley and above another bowling alley. Um, I was always quite wrecked, and apparently freaking uh, Bolarama does not exist anymore. But, uh, dude, move it. Anyway, um, I remember there being three levels of bowling, three stories, okay? And um, I don't know if that's a correct memory or not. I don't ever remember being a Bolarama sober. I mean, I guess when I was a kid, but even then, you know, are you really sober? You hopped up on all those pixie sticks, sugar, and colas and shit. Ah, uh, what the hell? I had something to say, and it wasn't Bolarama. Um, what the hell, man? Oh, I don't know if I expressed this thought already, but it just, it, it kills me. Every day... Where I, um, you know, I'll deliver a lot of appliances, furnishings, shit like this. I gotta listen to people being like, ah, you know, it's a throwaway society. Nothing's made like it used to be made. The quality's just not there anymore. Everything's not built to be, to last long. And then, you, like, it's just like, yeah, you're explaining, like, a, the economy on the most basic, basic level. That's just what it is. It's supply and demand. The funny thing is, it's like, you're the freaking consumer, okay? Like, it's like you're talking about furniture and appliances. I've never bought these things in my life. I just can't afford, I mean, I, I'll have to replace appliances when they break, you know, now that I'm a, a homo. Homo is short for homeowner, okay? So don't freaking, I find it very offensive when people who don't own homes, stupid renter pieces of crap, use the word, okay? So stop, talk, stop using our word, okay? We're homos. Anyway, so I have to replace appliances when they break. But I'm not going to be like, no, is this thing going to last? Uh, my day, things were of better quality, including the people. All young people had respect and, and pulled up their, their bootstraps. Anyway, <clears throat> I just hate the way it's phrased. The way it's, it's, it's um, you know what I mean? As if the people saying it were somehow responsible for manufacturing anything. And it, but the, but on the contrary, or, or I, or whoever the hell they're talking to, has anything to do with the quality of what's being manufactured. In this case, actually, it's the consumer. 
that controls the market. If you stop buying cheap crap, if you buy the more expensive one, then, um, you know what I mean? That's what the quality, that's what the market will demand. If you're just buying whatever the cheap piece, cheapest piece of crap is, then what the hell do you want? You know, you want to spend friggin' $1,000 on an appliance or you want to spend 10000 on an appliance. It's just like, well, I want the $1,000 one. This is like uh, people who allegedly sold marijuana. Marijuana. Well, I guess now it's legal. You can talk about it. But it's just like everyone's like, yo, I want that OG Kush, OG Kush. It's like, do you even know what that means? No, but I know it's cool. I heard it like a rap song. Yo, I want that. It's like, okay. Um... But I'm, you can't sell that for 10 bucks a gram. Oh, dude, I can't pay more than 10 bucks a gram. It's like your coolness, you know, like wanting to smoke the top quality stuff is, is constantly trumped by not wanting to. It's like, oh, it's a $10.99. Whoa, dude, this is, this is bullshit. What the hell are you doing? And it's just like the price of weed was frozen for like 40 years. The price of acid was frozen for 40 years. All these drugs just maintained. The cost of living doubled, tripled. The price of drugs just stayed the same, you know. Now it's going to be different. But it's just like, you know, the government had to come in because what the hell, right? It's just like prohibition, right? It's like, oh, crap. Now all the freaking mobs, mafiosos and freaking, you know, all these rum runners are making all this money. That's unacceptable. You know, I, I, I think it's absolutely ridiculous that any substance is uh, illegal. It's so, so ludicrous. However... Um, you know, the government, it's the same with gambling. Gambling's like a most a horrible thing. It, it destroys people. It destroys lives. It's just like one of the craziest vices. Like anytime someone was like rich and lost their house or lost anything, you know, like some guy was like a millionaire and now he has absolutely nothing. Always gambling. It, it's always gambling because any substance you abuse could never take all your money like that. You know, anyway, um, but yeah, the government's like, oh, these guys are making money, right? So that's why they got to hone in there. They, you know, I mean, selling drugs is big business. So what the hell do they do? They get these, they, they just remarket it. Instead of calling it hard narcotics, they call it freaking uh, pharmaceuticals. You know what I mean? And then they can push them. Or at least they can have their own, uh, they can profit from it, right? They get the taxes and they, uh, you know, they pretty much big pharmacy companies can, uh, you know, control the politicians and vice versa. It's, uh, you know, it is what it is, right? So that's just one racket. The gambling was another racket. Oh, it was illegal because, yeah, I'm like uh, organized crime. Do you know how much, like, like, if you look at the numbers racket, going back to, like, I learned this from Malcolm X's book, actually, but uh, he, he breaks down really, really uh, clearly how uh, the numbers worked in Harlem, like, way back in the day. It was a three-digit friggin' thing. So people were winning all the time because that was good for business. Right now, everyone's just so stupid. Like you know, the, they they know they're never gonna win the lottery. They just don't care, right? It's like one in a million, and then it's you know, or one in a billion, or whatever the hell stupid thing is. But with the numbers racket, it's kind of like the, a little mini lottery for the neighborhood. But people were winning all the time, you know. So it was just kind of like it was like a neighborhood community thing, and you didn't have to, you know. Anyway. And you ever go, oh, jeez, you ever go to the friggin' convenience store in the middle of your work day and someone's got a stack of freaking lottery tickets? Like, some lady's got this huge bag of freaking lottery tickets and she's going, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm just trying to buy a freaking drink because I'm thirsty. 
And then some old man comes, he cuts in front of me, cuts in front of her, she's like, oh, oh, our street gonna be here a long time, like all rude and angry. And it's like, oh, like, okay, no, I can take you first. Like, yeah, yeah, by all means. This old man, I'm sure he hasn't worked in like 60 years. He has to freaking get ahead of me. And then uh, what was the emergency thing that he needed? Lottery tickets. Like, I'm, you're joking, this is a comedy. I'm stuck in a damn Truman Show, but it's a comedy. It's more like a curb your enthusiasm saturation. All I can hear is No, only Larry David could get more stressed out about like waiting in a lineup. Oh, God bless him. He's uh, he's a freaking uh, spokesperson or whatever, representative of us all. Anyway, uh, sorry, uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so the government was like, oh, the hell with that. We got to legalize this and remarket it. So, you know, they took over that rack and just called it the lottery. Or, you know what I mean? They just, they had, they, they cleaned up their casinos. Like, like as if, like, the corporations are any better than the freaking mafia. You know what I mean? Okay, and then here's another one. Freaking extortion, right? Um, extortion was, you know what I mean? Like, extortion rackets, the guy, the big scary guy comes in your business. Hey, you got to pay us protection, you know? Uh, I don't want anything to happen to you, so you got to give us, you know, you know, whatever the hell it is. And that sucks, man. It's, like, you know what I mean? It happened to a friend of a friend of a friend, allegedly. You know, obviously there is no organized crime. It's not a real thing. That's just something from movies. But I'll tell you a, a, a story about a guy who knew a guy who knew a guy. <laughs> can't, can't be any more specific than that. But, yeah, this guy freaking uh, worked his whole life freaking making pizzas, man sweating his ass off all day every day just working he had the whole family in there working everybody's sweating this pizza tasted like sweat <laughs> you can't you know what i mean you ha it's just like they worked all day you know how hot it is in those freaking places but yeah and then some freaking goomba comes in there and is like yeah you gotta you gotta pay us like whatever uh, uh, like a huge chunk of your profits every month it's like that's crap that sucks you know what i mean that's like really, you know what I mean? This guy sell, he, this guy freaking built his business, like, you know what I mean? Selling pizzas slices for like a dollar a piece every freaking day, all day. And like, I hope this uh, makes up for me making fun of the that other, <laughs> the other pizza place, like as if uh, I had something against them. It's like, no, no, actually, I have a, something against those guys personally who are fucking up so bad because so many people work so hard at these these jobs. But anyway. I found that so outrageous. But anyway, when I had my own business, oh man, every, I was getting shaken down all the time. And I would have loved so much if some big scary guy came in and was like, hey, you might have an accident. You need some insurance, okay, pal? I would have loved that, okay? Because that's so, so actually, someone actually putting in the slightest bit of effort. I get these little pencil-pushing bureaucrat wieners, sometimes much younger than I, calling me and being like, you owe me a bunch of money. And it's like, for what? Nothing. Do I get anything? No. Okay. Like what? How is that not extortion? You can call it insurance or WSIB or the, the TSSA or whatever. Or what? all these other freaking companies that shake people down. And all it is is you go work, give us your money, and then when you need it, oh, fuck. They do everything and anything not to give it back. So you know what, man? Again, another freaking like, organized crime racket criminal racket that got taken over and legalized, remarketed, and now we call it insurance. What a load of fucking shit! Sorry, I'm trying not to swear so much, but like, they take advantage of young people, they take advantage of old people, like, they ruin, they just, like, how the fuck can you do that? Like, they just bleed you dry. 
you know, like I, I could go, I could do a freaking two hour segment just on this alone. And you know what killed me one time I was talking to one of these fucking twats on the phone while I was working because I actually have to work, you know, some people have to freaking work to pay these pieces of shit to freaking anyway. And, and they're like, I'm like, I need to get uh, my rate for like, I'm moving in like a week and I'm moving out to the country. So I'm really excited because I think my rate might go down a little bit. I was paying, oh God, I didn't want to tell you how much I was paying because it's too freaking depressing. And um, they're like, no, we can't tell you. We can't tell you uh, your new rate because oh, there's so many dishonest people committing fraud, you know, and saying they live where they don't live. And it's just like, anyone that fraud, how the hell can you even say that? You're talking about honest people? What do you do for a living? You steal money. You extort money from hardworking people. You take advantage of the elderly and the young. And you use every trick in the book to screw people. And when they need you the most, you screw them even harder. So, I mean, like, you're talking about honest people. Like, well, the, the dishonest people ruined it for the honest people. It's like, what? What exactly do you think you do for a living? Where do you think all your money comes from? Oh, my God. I wanted to, like, uh, anyway. What are you going to do? I don't know where I started on this rant. I'm supposed to uh, label them so I know which is what. But, eh, you know, it is what it is, okay? We'll discuss these uh, rest of the rackets later, man. Because there was a lot of them, and I'm sure, you know, I'm sure they're worth discussing. Damn government. Anyway, I don't know if the election happened yet or uh, if it's upcoming. I mean, it's always just happened or upcoming, and it's the same shit. So you can play this today, tomorrow, 10 years from now, five years from now, and it's like, yeah, we just had an election, now we're going to have another one, and it's all horse shit, alright, that much I can promise you, the government's a big piece of shit, alright, but I'll tell you, oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to stop here, I got to get into this, I'm, I'm just sitting down in the dentist chair here, they're telling me to stop talking, no, I'm just joking, I'm not quite there yet, I still got a couple minutes, but anyway, I, I love anarchists, um, when I was younger, they just, um, it's just like, you know, I was going to join a gang anyway. I joined a gang of anarchists. They were such a fun bunch of people to hang out with when I was like 14, 15, 16, whatever, because they were just so full of passion and they partied hard. They were just like, I like to fight at that age a lot. They like to fight all the time. And it was like, after a while though, it was just like, you guys are out of your minds, man. And it's like, I appreciate some of your ideals, but like, you know what? I don't know. Uh, so, as much as I say, yeah, the government sucks, it's like, we need we need to fix things up, but, um, yeah, no government, those guys are not too, not quite sold on their, um, <clears throat> on their way of going about things, so, whatever, we'll discuss this more in depth later on, I really gotta get into this, uh, into the dentist, take it easy. Good morning. Uh, now, actually, I've been just recording in segments, so it might this might land right in the middle of the episode. Regardless, I'm on my way to the gym over here. Now, let me give you some advice. All right, this is what people do. Uh, you know, they work out a little bit, <laughs> and then they give advice. Uh, 
you know what? Don't listen to anyone's advice. It's ironic. If you listen, it's kind of this is kind of a paradox. You listen to my advice, you listen to my advice. If you don't listen to my advice, you have to listen to people's advice. You get it? Anyway, uh, <laughs> I can give you advice on how to make a nice paradox, as in two peers. Oh, um, or a nice pun, if you will. Like, get it? A paradox. Ah, oh, for the love of Pete, I'm tired. All right, I just woke up. It's freaking 0500 in the morning, a.m., all right? Uh, and uh, I really don't want to work out. I don't want to. But you know what you got to do? You got to do what you don't want to do. Oh, so anyway, you know, first of all, no one should ever need fucking advice again on how to work out. I made a very fucking good video that covered everything you need to do in the gym, all right? Big Ron's bicep tutorial, alright, so I mean, I already fucking closed the book on that shit, but seriously, everyone's a fucking expert, and then when they start working out, it's like, when you work out, your testosterone levels go up, your confidence level goes up, and then you become even more of a fucking expert, but it's like, fuck, and I know what you think, well, I got the internet, in my day, I didn't have the goddamn internet. You got like some fucking shitty bodybuilding fucking magazine that was like, just buy this crap and buy that crap. And yeah, anyway. Um, anyway, the thing is, is, no, I've got the internet. I could just go on the old internet and get all the information in the world. Well, therein lies the problem. And let me tell you a story. It's a children's story about when I was, or, or from when I was a little kid. I don't even remember the whole fucking story. I only remember the ending, but a lot of these old fables apply to your current life. All right? It was some fucking thing about some guy trying to catch this fucking dickhead leprechaun and get his fucking pot of gold, because all leprechauns got a pot of gold. And um, he's like, where'd you put the pot of gold, you little shite? I don't know why this guy also talks like that. I find that very offensive to the leprechaun people. Anyway, um, the leprechaun, for some reason, can't lie. He's mischievous, but he can't lie. So he's like, what I'll do for you is I'll, I'll put a little stick where I buried the pot of gold, and I'll, and I'll put a ribbon on it, right? I don't know why it came to this, but this is this is where it ended up. So he's like, okay, good. And he's like, you, all right. And then so anyway, the guy shows up, and the leprechaun, true to his word, put a stick with a ribbon right over top of where he buried the fucking gold. However... The leprechaun also put fucking sticks with little red ribbons, thousands of them, all over the place. Just fields and fields of sticks with little red ribbons. So the guy's like, fuck! So now the leprechaun didn't lie. There's the fucking, uh, you know, the real freaking stick and ribbon is right there, and a pot of gold's right underneath. But he'd have to check millions of these fucking things, and he'll never find it. So uh, that's what the internet is, all right? You got all the information in the world, but who knows which freaking one, which which information is correct? Which stick and ribbon fucking will lead you to the pot of gold? The metaphorical pot of gold, right? I'm not trying to make you rich. I'm trying to say if you want information on um, on how to work out, for example. Now, the thing is, with information on how to work out, it's even more coveted, and we know a lot about coveting. Okay. Anyway. Um, Oh, because it's fucking valuable. People are seeking. It's sought after information, you know? So it's very valuable. It's profitable because you can trick morons into giving you money. 
promising them freaking, uh, you know, better health or, or better uh, physical appeal. Anyway, um, yeah, so, so you're never going to freaking, it, it's, or the other thing you can do is you can make any stupid point you want and then you can go on the internet and prove or disprove any fucking point, especially when it comes to fucking health and exercise and diet and all that shit. So, unfortunately, the, the internet becomes a shite resource. But a lot of people aren't even just using it to make money. A lot of people just want attention or to feel right. You know what the internet has become or what it is. You know, it is what it is, right? Um, all that being said, the only exception is obviously Big Run the Champs Bicep Tutorial. That is 100% pure, unadulterated, great advice with, uh, with no, no fucking um, ill intentions. I didn't even want attention. I, I you know, I would have done it anonymously. <laughs> anonymously, I would have just filmed my biceps for two hours. <laughs> and used a, a voice cover-upper thing. I, I can't remember what the hell you call those things. Why would I remember what that's called? Like, yeah, I use it all the time. I'm making prank phone calls. Hey, of a voice alter? Um, you know, I've got a low budget here. I, I have to do this myself. I just get a big one of those big giant guys uh, to do all my uh, voiceover shit, you know. Just find one of those fucking freakish, like fucking 400 pounds, seven foot Serbian guys fucking lurking about Etobicoke. And hopefully you find a nice one. Oh man, on the note of the Serbians, they're some of my favorite people. Um, I remember when I was growing I love to learn different languages. This girl taught me how to say I'm cool in Serbian, or so I thought. She was more mischievous than a leprechaun. Never trust a Serbian. She taught me how to say I'm gay. Now, I know what you're thinking. Probably got beat up a lot. Well, I did get beat up a lot, but uh, the, the negative responses were a lot better than the positive ones, so now I'm really weary. Now, this is where I'm really grateful to have the internet, because now I can check when someone says uh, how to say things in other languages. Before, I just had to say them to people and, and, and then gauge their response. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I mean, if you want a really good workout, just go say a bunch of stupid shit to people. And uh, you'll, you'll get a workout, whether it's running or getting punched in the head a whole bunch of times. <laughs> ah, shit, it is what it is, right? <laughs> you save on a gym membership, that's for sure. Anyway, um, another thing I wanted to say. How is the whole... Um, the division of, um, uh, how do I phrase this properly? My, I, my brain's gone to mush, I tell you. Mush. Um, you know, like like God, the creator, the universe, whatever you want to say, whatever you're, uh, wherever you stand there, was doling out freaking hormones, okay? And I don't like the term hormones, all right? But... Uh, whatever you want to call it <laughs> You know, it's like uh, Guys, we're gonna load you up with testosterone. All right. What does it do? Well, it makes you bigger makes you faster makes you stronger makes you better at everything It's the greatest thing on the world. It's the fountain of youth if you could somehow find a way to Synthesize this crap. You'll be the you'll you'll pretty much stay young forever, right? Like human growth hormones like like testosterone shit like that um absolute magic you know just makes you know what i mean you'll just be more successful at everything you'll just you'll, you'll be like a goddamn superhero sounds pretty great all right 
and then a ladies. Well, well, what do we get? You know, we must get something. What, well, we're gonna give you estrogen. Well, what does that do? It makes you fucked in the head. <laughs> it makes you really mean and angry and irrational. What? What the fuck is that? <laughs> that certainly doesn't seem fair. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, it is what it is, right? Oh, what else do we get? Well, you get to make human beings. Well, that sounds great. Oh, no, it's fucking awful. It's so awful. Oh, I mean... <laughs> uh, whatever. Ladies, my hat is off to you. It's just... Uh, <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> oh, frick. Um, anyway, that comedy bit was written when there were only two genders, so... I don't know. Uh, I only have two listeners, so I mean, I can't have more than two genders on here. I don't know which ones you guys picked or currently, but uh, it is what it is. No, and I'm not, uh, I think the only thing stupider than having 137 genders, though, is people getting so, so bent out of shape and upset about it. I think that's stupider. But, who the fuck asked me? Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. I don't want to take any political stance. I'm a fence sitter, all right? I voted for the fucking Green Party, you know, and they fucking lost. <laughs> uh, shit. Anyway, I got to get myself in this gym. I'm just doing a podcast, not not just for my loyal listeners, but because uh, I don't want to fucking do this. I don't want to work out. <laughs> it hurts. Oh, uh, fuck. Oh, uh, well. Anyway, I love y'all. I don't even know if this is a sign-off because, like I said, I don't know if this is the middle of my pod or the end or what the fuck's going on. So, uh, I don't know. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was a good parallel park. Uh, Yeah, all right. Well, that's what I have to say about this for now. I'll probably have a lot to say when I get out. All right? All right. Yeah. Listeners, this is Big Ron the Champs signing off, and that's been another edition of Big Ron the Champs podcast. I hope <clears throat> I hope you've enjoyed listening, because I've enjoyed talking. <laughs> oh yeah. See you next time. Keep your stick on the ice. Ah, should I keep forgetting? What, what's my fucking closing line? Ah. Oh yeah, wasn't it big hug, big hugs and kisses? Oh, I gotta do it. In the, I gotta re-channel the creeper voice. Big hugs and kisses. <laughs>